Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to bump, it's time to thump, it's time to bludge. The best of bludging on the blind side. Now, this has come from Eric. He says, uh, oh, no, it's from Doug. Doug, He says, uh, happy rugby league to you and your families. Last week, whilst uh, regarding Lord Ted Goodwin, you briefly touched on his glorious yet unheralded rugby league refereeing career. Mm -hmm. We did. Uh, In the early 90s, I was playing a game during what is generally regarded as the pinnacle of Lord Ted's refereeing career, third grade rugby league in Perth. Yeah. That was probably when we, well, uh, we bumped, bumped, bumped yeah. into Lord Ted. At one point during the game, Lord Ted's pet dog ran on, out to him on the field. Without skipping a beat, Lord Ted gracefully swooped over, grabbed the dog's lead and continued to referee the game. The whistle kept blowing. You're offside number eight, high tackle number four. Up and back, the game never stopped, just Lord Ted and his faithful companion continuing to control the greatest game of all. Lord Ted and his dog, the world's first rugby league uh, combination of referees in that manner. And that, that's not a bad idea, though, having a dog out there with you, is it? Well, can I point out that dogs are incredibly smart, they especially are. in, a, 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 say, a playing circumstance. Yes. And I'm just wondering if the rugby league needs to look at dog control mattress. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you'd have to help them with the whistle blowing because that may take a bit to master. Well, they just bark. A bark? <laughs> Wouldn't they? If someone's offside. Sorry, mate, the dog saw it. Oh, it was an offside. Sorry, mate. How about HIA yeah. concussion protocols being sniffed out by a dog? Well, dogs can smell. I know. That's why illness. They can smell illness. Yes. And it wouldn't so they'd have to pass the referee's dog test. Yeah. So? Yeah, yeah, bring on the dog then. Yeah, bring on the dog. <laughs> dog comes out, sniff, sniff, sniff. <laughs> no, you're that's right. You Play on. <laughs> or they're, they're completely concussed and knocked yeah, over and the yeah. dog... Looks yeah, in, sure. Off they go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Etc. Well, what a great idea. I mean, that could really... See, Lord Ted ahead of the game. I know. Both as a player and as a referee, referee, it would seem. And talk about getting kids involved. Yes. Who's doing the match today, Dad? Yeah. Lassie. Yo, beauty. Wow. Can we go? Yeah. Wow. You get great great combinations, wouldn't you? Could. You? Like, you could. Mogshin Jedwat or Jodwat and Bozo. Well, Bozo the... the, Bozo the Alsatian. Yeah. Wow. Dogs can be intimidating, remember, too. Oh, yeah. And I think it would would speak to a greater control of the game Mm. if you knew that, let's say, there was a couple of hotheads like um, Toby... Oh, uh, let's say Jared were a Hargreaves. Yeah, right, that's right. Yeah. In a a grand final, well, in a semi-final for uh, Roosters. Having a Rottweiler there... Yes, exactly. ...might just be the... Yeah, the tonic he needs Thank you. to calm him down. <laughs> uh, Rosemary's been in touch. She says, happy rugby league and welcome back. Okay. Uh, she says, Victoria is going to be the laughing stock of the world when the athletes for the Commonwealth Games find out there is no athletes' village, but athletes will be staying in people's garages. Billets? You beauty, I love a billet. I had no idea. She, by the way, how many athletes would fit in the average two-car garage? Well, you'd fit half a dozen in there, couldn't you? Well, you could bunk bed them and get maybe up yes. to 12. Yeah. be difficult at breakfast time, though, because you'd have so many mouths to feed. You'd have to get a subsidy. Oh, well, you'd, you'd feed them in the driveway. <laughs> wouldn't you? Put up a, you'd be a buffet style yes. on a, on on a, a roasted table. pig, a, a yeah, pig oh, on yeah, a spit, yeah, something yeah. like that. 
Works for Rugby League. Why wouldn't it work for our uh, Commonwealth Games? Stars. Mm. Mm. But I had no idea. Garages. No, I... It's going to be a shock to some of the... Some athletes, won't it? Yeah, well, the more... Who are um, expecting... Five Flash. star. Five star. But there's no reason why Victorians couldn't make their garages. Five star. Five star. Yeah. Mm, they could put in some, uh, I don't know, portaloos and some electrical yeah. stuff, wiring, yeah. maybe. Big te- television screen. Big, yeah, that's right. Oh, you can see it working Comfy really well. beds. Yeah, a couple of beds, blow up pillows. Yes. You know, air mattresses. Sure. You know. Yes. And the army could get involved, lend them a bit of I equipment. They could, yes. A, a can of international roast in the corner. <laughs> Caterers blend. Spoon. Hot water. Hot water running. They would not know themselves. Uh, gentlemen, the recent events in India, this is Dan in Victor oh, yeah. Harbour. Oh, Victor Harbour, yep. Gentlemen, the recent events in India where the pre-match parade of Indian PM Modi and Aussie PM Albo riding in a bat and ball cart at two kilometres per hour <laughs> drew in 130,000 people to day one. And it got me thinking, if decent, hard-working Aussies knew that high-ranking government officials would be available to pre-match then don't tell me tens of thousands would attend every match. Even the mighty human face of bowel cancer seagulls could pack out Brookie Oval every week if Zali Steggall was on a float before the match. I suppose she would be ex- the local e- member. Yeah, that's right. Excellent, excellent suggestion. Great suggestion. And to think that, you Just know, brings that little bit different. And connects the world of that area with international affairs through Canberra. Yes. You know... Look at us. Yeah. Now, but even the state member, why, why, you know, no, like, no. like Art Oval, you could have had the local member Darcy Byrne, state, the state member. I don't know who the state member is, to be honest. And the the federal member, I think, might be Albo himself. Might be the member there. Wouldn't that be great? It would to have on a float just before kickoff to go around and wave and people have photos and stuff. Would you extend it out to, in, you know, artists international, like Rod Stewart loves his football? What, if Rod Stewart wants to get on a float on a float with Darcy Byrne at Leichhardt Oval, I'm all for it. <laughs> is he interested? I you, think he is. Okay. I'll tell you who would be interested in Sydney Lauper. Sydney, Cindy, Cindy Lauper would be really interested in that. And who wouldn't like Because she go- is she touring with? Uh, I think she's with touring Rod. Rod. You know the. Opening. You know you're not suggesting they're an item. It's a professional thing. She's just. Yeah, she's a singer, professional. Yeah, singer. I know she's a professional yeah. singer. I know. So she comes out and does a tight forty to start with, and yes. then Rod blows them away. Or sometimes they swap it around. Rod ah, does a tight forty at the start, and then she I blows no them idea. away. And at the end of the night, they do something <laughs> together. Like I don't know. Yeah, oh, some, you some wear of the it hits, well. Some of the hits out of yeah. kink, kinky boots. Kinky boots. <laughs> You're ever well. Look, I did see this thing with the elbow and the Mr. Modi and so on. Yes. It got to a weird point, though. <laughs> Albanese then, according to some reports, got in the sort of the absurd spirit of it all when he mm. deigns to link arms with the Australian team for the national anthem. Yes. So far in his tenure, Alban, Albo has avoided some of the cringier moments of sport and politics crossover yeah. that came with being associated with his predecessor, Scott Morrison. Remember yeah. him? He was oh. always tackling 12-year-olds. That's and right. Trying to bowl balls, etc. I mean, it was yeah, just chaos, yeah, yeah, really, yeah, yeah, when he yeah. turned up. Always but, with a shark's cap, wasn't it? Yeah, sharks. Oh, yeah, that's right. And he'd yeah. sit out in the crowd and have a pie and that's spill right. the beer down the front of his jumper and all that's, that sort of stuff, mm. looking authentic. Authentic, yeah. I mean, that's you say what you like about Morrison. He was authentic. authentic. 
Yeah. Yeah, they were real beer stains that's, on them. That's right. Yeah, that's sauce right. drips and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Now, what do you think of it, though, as an idea? I got to, I just got Well, I don't mind it. I'm open-minded about it. Let's just see if it works. Let's say, all right, you've got Cindy Lauper, Rod Stewart, Albo and Darcy Byrne and the local state member for that area whom we can't identify but they'll know Is who that? they are. <laughs> to turn up on the float uh, to go around boop, 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 just before the kickoff. Can I, I think that would be great. Can I ask? Because it would be a chance for people to gob off a bit. Yeah, true. Yeah, but- hopeless bird. <laughs> what are you doing about the toilets? That sort of stuff. <laughs> are you suggesting we advertise this or is this just an added bonus? Oh, you don't know who's going to be on the float. Exactly. There'll be a float. There'll be a float. Yeah. There might be no one on it. There might be the referee's dog. But that's all right. Yeah. Great dog. Great dog. The best of bludging on the blind side. The Las Vegas Church of Rugby League has secured a month's residency for former Australian strongman ScoMo next March. In weekly sprays, the Mo will take us his themes, the miracle of the five jobs, the sermon of the shark, and the night at Engadine Mackers that changed his life forever. Dates and times available from Bludging on the Blind Side. On the Mojo Wire, Roy. Uh, yeah. Now, uh, this comes from uh, Timbo, HG. Oh, Timbo, yes. Describes uh, himself as an art student. What? Yes. I know. Why would you do that? See? You just you ask just, him for trouble. He, he doesn't get it. No. Ask him for trouble. Doesn't if get he it. said, Trady. Thanks very much. We'd Plumber. be sitting up. And, I know. Yeah. I know. Proud of him we'd be. I know. I know. An art student. Is that the first time we've ever. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. In all the years we've done <laughs> In it. In all the years. <laughs> we try to warn them off <laughs> and they still keep getting in. Anyway, he says the. Um, the COVID-affected NRL season may have answered an age-old question. What comes first, the crowd or the stink? Or put another way, does the stink attract the crowd or does the crowd incite the stink? Like many NRL followers, I was taken aback when the season restarted to observe a total lack of stink on the field. No niggle, no elbows, no face work. At the end of the game, the player behaviour was gentlemanly. Lots of good to see you, mate. Well played. Good luck next week. As the season has progressed, I've observed that the level of stink has gradually increased. Mm. I cite Tigers v Bunnies round nine, Reynolds kicks Campbell in the head, Mitchell stiff arms Reynolds. Good old-fashioned stink behaviour. Other games also displayed a definite escalation in both quality and quantity of stink. Based on the evidence of the NRL 2020 so far, I believe the cause-effect conundrum can be cracked. Crowd begets stink. Bigger crowd, bigger stink. Whilst this discovery in itself is an important advancement in human understanding, it does pose a bigger question. Could the crowd stink correlation, the CSC, be modelled into a mathematical formula? Is there a simple coefficient? Is the relationship linear or non-linear? If a formula could be derived, it might revolutionise sport writ large. For example, planning medical support. Just ask how big will the crowd be? Apply the CSC formula to predict the level of stink and resource the medicos accordingly. Wow, I thought it's true. Designing new stadiums. Don't ask what size crowd do you want to hold. Ask what size stink do you want to incite. Then apply the CSC formula backwards and reverse engineer the stadium. It's an excellent thesis. It is, isn't it? 
And I hadn't thought of the Petri dish being the COVID, uh, you know, no, that's season exposed of 2020. This. Yes, that's right. It's it allowed us to show a light. Yes. In, into something. Into something that yeah. we haven't been able to do before. He says as an aside, could it be that the Roman Empire had mastered the formula? Think of the Colosseum, big engineering, big crowds, big stinks. Yeah. Suppose that's right. Well, for an art student, he's tremendous knowledge of rugby league and history by the looks. Yes, well, yes. Uh, rugby league ideas. <clears throat> I know, but as an art student, though, this is suggesting he could be better pointed towards mathematics or something like that. Could I suggest plumbing? Plumbing. <laughs> you know. Yes. I mean, that's where you get these ideas on the job. You know, you do an hour's work. And there'd be a lot of mates up. around that you exactly. could discuss that's these right. ideas yeah. with. I mean, if you raise this with art students, they're going to. Scratch their heads. Scratch their heads and, and walk think away you're an idiot. And think you're an idiot. But exactly. it, you know the the discipline, the commitment to the subject matter. Yes. First class. First yeah, class. Absolutely first and class. And obviously, Miss Lady's vocation. What else have you got? There? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now uh, Chris has been invo- Hi, Chris. in touch. He says it's a fundamental part of Australian culture that players should be able to offer a little commentary or criticism to the refs in the great game of rugby league. Mm-hmm. Uh, whilst uh, Adam Fenua Blake's comments clearly overstepped the mark, uh-huh. I wonder if there should be some official guidance for players as to what oh. or what is or not permissible. Mm-hmm. For example, on which side of the line should the following fall? Goose? Can you call a ref a goose if he blows the whistle? Oh, well, goose. I think you can with a humorous twang. Yeah, oh, maybe. Oh, that's the way you say it. Yeah. yeah. You're blind. Oh. oh, come on now. You're kidding me. Something wrong with your eyes? How much did they pay you? Well, some well of see, them. you're asking for trouble with some of them. You are. <laughs> you are. Yes. Well, they might get a real answer. Yeah. And they'd be shocked. Yeah. Yes. Thousand a point. Thousand a point. Yeah, I'm getting a thousand a point, mate, and you're off. <laughs> That's right. Now, the other thing there is, yeah. is um, I did raise at the time that you weren't allowed to hear Fenua Blake say what he said, no. but everybody could print it. Yes, and everybody that's could right. run in the television. I didn't get that, or the radio. I didn't get that. Yeah, yeah. It's a bizarre world, isn't it? So in rugby league, there's a separate set of yeah. writing instructions yeah. vis-a-vis what can is tolerated. Yeah. But outside the rugby league world, you seem to be able to open slather. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. Now uh, this is um, come from Brad. He mm-hmm. says, well, not wishing to cast any aspersions in his direction, given the quality of his work and the kicking and screaming department, I've made a disconcerting discovery regarding John Valanis. Eleven letters. Well, we mentioned this earlier in the day. Is he hiding in plain sight, dragging people K&S and stuffing his trousers with golden feathers seemingly in the best interest of the greatest game of all and the sport of kings, whilst, in fact, he's strengthening the hold of his the insidious organisation on global politics, international sport, and simultaneously striking at the institution at the very core of Australia's social fabric, rugby league. Can you please tell all of us bludgers how much deeper this organisation has penetrated and what the quiet Australian can do to resist a Levinist's increasingly... Yeah, increasing interference in our society. Well, can I just say for a start, we're talking about it? Oh, you national know, conversation. I yeah, know. Uh, up yeah. until about six months ago, no, no one, one was mentioning 11 and the influence no, of 11, 11 no. is yeah. on the community. Yeah. But we're talking about it. We've started a national conversation. We're getting more and more people involved. We are. People are taking time off watching rugby league to have conversations in their own and area. People are counting again. Counting. People yeah. are counting again. Yeah, they are. Nick Kyrgios, 11 letters. I rest my case. I know. What comes after 10? 11. 
Now, I've got to say, though, is that I'm not sure what will be able to be done about it. We've got uh, the politics is full of problems of, uh, yeah. you know, COVID, et cetera, and planning authorities yes. and the Womberall collapse and uh, Narrabeen Lakes, et cetera, going higgledy-piggledy. Yeah. I mean, we're just going to have to wait till some of this other stuff, some of these minor acts have gotten out the road and we can really focus on the big issues. Yes, the big issues. Can we, could you call a, 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 a ref a pelican? If he blew. You pelican. Well, I, I do worry about these things. You know, after a while, I mean, I'm not sure how the original Norse words were used. Mm. Were they used? They weren't used. Oh, you mean the dirty words? The dirty words. Yeah. Thanks very much, Jarvid, me and Dad. Yeah. Uh, look, can I just say is mm. they weren't you? maybe they weren't used in the way that we use them. Oh, they probably so, weren't. No, thanks. So you could But use- the Norse were up to a bit of, you know, they, they went in pretty hard, you Norse. Yeah, just- Rough language, rough people. You know, you wouldn't want to be no. hanging about when a longboat blew in no, with a couple of Norsies on board. You'd with... run for cover. Exactly. Yeah, well, we've got a story about that in a minute. <laughs> now, can I just say that you could use terms that you don't like out of the world around you, mm. like let's say you had a hump about high-rise building or oh, Housing yeah. Commission flats or something yes, like that. Yes, yes, yes. You Housing Commission flat! See, it's in the way you say it, but then it gets traction as being a term of abuse yes. and the rest of the, you know, in 20 years' time, people are thinking, oh, how do that, why yeah. do we call people housing commission flats and don't like it when sure. we hear people saying it? Well, what you're suggesting is language is a changing thing. Thanks very much. It's a changing thing. It's a changing thing. So there might have been days in the past when to be called a pelican was good. It was terrific. Yeah. You think, oh, you get home and think, hey, mum, dad, guess what? I'm a pelican. Woo-hoo. Oh, wacky! Tweet, tweet. Oh, <laughs> now I've been I've been told the word geek, for instance, has a similar origin. Oh yeah, that was a term of abuse mm-hmm. originally, but now it's sort of okay. Um, you know, well, geeks uh, are tolerated, aren't they? They are. They are. We we don't yeah. punch Language them in the head changes. anymore like we used to in the old days. No. You know, if you saw a geek, <laughs> you just lash <laughs> out. <laughs> Dog. <laughs> yeah. So, so so the world has changed. Uh, yeah. We've become more tolerant now. Now, <clears throat> notice the disqualification of alligator blood in the Magic Millions guineas yeah. resulted in the horse 11 uh, being elevated as the winner and the oh. prize money, $1.1 million. Scary, that, isn't it? I know. It's everywhere. See, it's, it's everywhere. It's, <laughs> that's right. That's it's right. bloody everywhere. Once you think about it, I once know. you talk about you it. You can go nuts. Yeah. Yeah, you need to be able to sort of yeah. temper the mm. probe. Mm. Exactly. And just just talk about it. Do your adding up and I make think. your own judgments and don't be a pelican. The best of bludging on the blind side. League lovers, you want to own a horse but don't know how to get involved? Rooting King syndications can cut the red tape and leg you aboard a chestnut certainty in time for the Rural and Regional Cup Carnival. Speak to the rooting team, Weed and Bruce, at the blind side. Last night and Friday night, normally I watch the footy, but it's not on, obviously, like uh, the rest of the people had to roam around and find something else to do. Yep. And uh, you Did you never... watch Escape to the Country or something? I... <laughs> hasn't that show? That's got legs, hasn't got it? Got legs, hasn't oh, it? That's I mean, fantastic. You know, sometimes I watch the English version of that. Oh, it's much better, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, quality, I've seen that. High yeah, quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just love it when, they, when they've got to know, what do you think it's worth? Yeah. Put a vein, oh, and you think, God, is it going to be... 
460,000 pounds or 465,000. And families, you know, get, get involved. involved. Everyone yeah. shouts out their yeah. own. Yeah. Their own fantastic. Oh, no, that's fantastic. Yeah. You know, apropos of your religious comments, oh, yes. um, I was watching a, a Netflix doco last night on the Church of Satan in America. Oh, yes. Uh, How's it going, the Church of Satan? It's going really well. Is it reopening no. this weekend? Is the. <laughs> President's uh, <laughs> encouraging them to do? I think so. It's a great it's, idea, isn't it? Originally I thought it was a sort of like a spoof. Yes. Uh, but it's not a – and I apologise to the Church of Satan in America. Right. Um, they see themselves as, you know, they do all sorts of good work involving uh, looking after highways and the beach and tidying up after other people oh, who okay. make messes and stuff like that. Yes. It's a really, uh, you know, I suppose Satan got a bum rap and we're here, here to help him improve oh, his image. Oh, right. So, so what, he's been much maligned much by maligned. history. Much maligned by history. Right. Wasn't there – I'm not sure where – Where did the, the best comes. bad press come from, though, HG, for the for Beelzebub? Well, I think that at one point you had to remember, of course, the mm. religion, as you were talking about before mm. – had to invent things to draw people in. Oh, yes. So hell became something that you didn't want to get involved with, but you would avoid hell if you went to church. Yes. And then this, this of course, sure. began merchandising all sorts of things. Yes. Uh, I, I, think I, the yeah, I suppose the gone. genesis is, is you want ordered society, you want good behaviour. Right. Now, what I was trying to yeah. get to, don't get bogged down in, no. in the religious no. issues. No. What I was taken by was here I am, I'm watching a religious program mm. when I should have been watching, you know, a celebration of my own religion. Footy. Ah, yes. Now, then it comes to the question of the 10-minute well, Which quarter. would have been more in, more entertaining, HG, seeing, say, the Richmond Tigers... Play Collingwood. Play Collingwood, winning by, say, 60 points going into the fourth quarter, or this show on Satan, the, the, the Church of Satan, which was more, which was more enjoyable. Sadly... Uh, the Church of Satan. I mean, yeah, Eddie's, well, got a, no. Eddie's got a point, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah, but then I thought the 10-minute halves yeah. and only two halves... Yeah. I could watch both. Now, that's the thing that I think is the new thing that Eddie's trying to get to. Okay. So you have a big screen, say, at the MCG. <laughs> with a show with on a, afterwards. With, with, yeah. So what happens is you get the Veronicas out early, you get Guy Sebastian there sure. seeing a couple of, you then know, you classics. Then you have the first quarter. The first then quarter. you go to the first part of, of Satan the, the documentary. The, yeah, the, the, the Church of Satan. Whoa, that's entertainment, isn't it? The Church of Rugby League Hill Climb is on again. Mount Oosley has again put its hand up. Vehicles under 300 horsepower are again unwelcome. The best of bludging on the blind side. For more Roy and HG, search Bludge on the ABC Listen app.